Okay. So, uh, good evening, depending on when you'll be listening to me. This is your host, Abigail Danso, um, with you on Forever With You. I, I, I just started with this uh, podcast to reach as many people as I can to encourage you to take charge of your relationships or of your marriages and never ever ever give the devil a chance to make you give up or uh, to make you quit on your significant other so yeah this journey as you can see from the title which is forever with you its main aim or its main goal is to make you stay and then fight for your marriage or to fight for your relationship or to fight to keep winning with your partner never ever 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 give up on that person there's a reason why you chose that person and never lose um that reason ever well unless of course it becomes really 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 ugly like really really ugly that one i'll suggest you um separate from that person but yeah i am your host and i cannot wait for us to go on this journey together well i am single but i am very much in a relationship in a uh in a purposed relationship not just to have fun so yeah i know what i'm saying and i'm 29 years of age i'll be 30 this year and let me give shout outs to you, my listeners. Shout outs to God. Um, shout outs to the Holy Spirit and shout outs to my love. I will not mention his name, but yeah, he knows himself. So yeah, baby, shout outs to you. I love you so much and thank you for uh letting me do this. Thank you for supporting me, thank you for pushing me to go the extra mile thank you for making me go beyond my comfort zone and to realize everything that is within me thank you so much you're such a gift and i love you okay um and to my family and friends thank you so much for your support already uh today our main topic is going to be centered on marriage First and foremost, the main reason why all this is, or the main reason why I started this podcast is because I am interested. I desire to get married. So if you're listening, then it means that you are in, in, in you're, you're already married or you desire to marry just like me. So let's see if we can learn from each other. So. Um, I would like you to know the meaning of marriage real quick. Okay, so marriage is the ultimate union and equal partnership of a man and a woman. So after they they make that partnership, that's when they are now called husband and wife, okay? Okay, so the questions I want to ask you is what is your motive behind uh, why you are married? Why did you get married to your partner? Why do you want to get married to this person that you're already planning on getting married to? What are some of the 
reasons why you intend on getting married why do you want why do you say to yourself this is the person i want to get married to i want to I'm, I'm already married to this person why did you get married to that person ask yourself those questions and if whatever i'm coming to discuss with you if your uh, reasons fall on it whether good or bad then you know what to do okay okay so here we go first and foremost we would be reading from genesis chapter 1 verse um, 26 to 27 then god said let us make man in our image in our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air over the livestock over all the earth and over all the creatures that move along the ground verse 27 so god created man in his own image in the image of god he created him male and female he created them and the verse 28 says that god blessed them and said to them be fruitful and increase in number fill the earth and subdue it rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and every and over every living creature that moves on the ground okay so now we have read from how god uh, started to institute marriage okay as you can see man man didn't seek out for uh, a woman or or yeah a woman it was god who saw that man was alone and decided to uh, make a help of it for him we women are helpmates for the men god created a man purposely to meet the he created uh, sorry he created a woman purposely to meet the needs of a man that's the truth whether you agree with me or not that's the truth and that is why we are there to support the man we are there to be under his um authority because he's the head obviously we'll go deeper but today we are just talking about marriage for you to know the, the scope and then the reason why you got into it in the first place and why you, you're supposed to fight for it till the very end till you know you did your best okay okay these are the reasons uh why we, we are getting married or this is the purpose for marriage to one reflect god's image and because it keeps repeating image 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 then god said let us make man in our image number one two in our likeness godlike and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air then fast forward to 27 so god created man in his own image in his own image in the image of god he created him male and female he created them okay so man man and woman both were created to reflect god's image to reflect god's image and two to reproduce children like it said god blessed them and said to them be fruitful and increase in number be fruitful we we could only be fruitful and increase in number by giving birth by reproducing children not just any children but god-given children god-given 
children in the image of God as well. The children to be in the image of God. And to reign in spiritual warfare. Because God told us to fill the earth and subdue it. How would you rule over the fish of the earth? Uh, the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. You have to take authority over the earth like God says. And therefore that can only be done spiritually. Because in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. It says that for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. The Bible says that for their fruits, you will know them. God's fruits, when you see God's fruits, you will know them. And when you see the fruits of the enemy, you will know that this is from the enemy. Nobody will tell you because um, for the fruits of the spirit is what? Love, joy, peace kindness goodness all the all the deliciousness is 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 the fruit from god and you know all the bug biting bitterness hatred pride uh or self-centeredness all those things too you know is from the enemy to create division and it's not from god so how God views marriage should be a greater purpose, okay? How God views marriage should be um, a greater purpose. The greatest and glory of marriage is beyond our ability to think or to feel without divine revelation and without the uh, illuminating and awakening work of the Holy Spirit. The world cannot know what marriage is without learning it from God. God gave away the first bride in Genesis in Genesis chapter 2 verse 22. Um, hold on a bit, let me read it to you. Genesis chapter 2 verse 22. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and he brought her to the man. So God gave away the, the bride, the first bride. God spoke the design of marriage into existence in Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and they will become, and they will become one flesh. Man does not create this. Remember this. Man does not create this. God does. And it is not in man's power to destroy it. Be very mindful of this. Be very, very mindful of this. When, when a couple speaks their vows, it is not a man or a woman or your relatives or your family or friends or your pastor or whoever present it is God God joins a husband and a wife into a one flesh union marriage is for God's glory marriage is for God's glory 
it is not from man. Okay. So be very mindful of why you are getting married. If you are not getting married to display the glory of God, please stop. If you are not, if you think you are not ready to display, and you know what, and you know the nature of God. God is love. God is love. God is a forgiving Father. Therefore, just like the Bible said, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Then he gives it this all-important interpretation in verse 32. This is very deep, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. In other words, marriage is partnered after Christ's covenant commitment to his church. Christ thought of himself as the bridegroom coming for his bride, the true people of God. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 15, Jesus answered, How can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, then they will fast. And verse 25, uh, chapter 25, verse 1, the same Matthew, at that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. So, Paul knew his ministry was to gather the bride, that is the true people of God, who would trust Christ. His calling was to betroth the church to her husband, Jesus Christ. Paul puts it like this in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 2. I feel a divine jealousy for you, since I betrothed you to uh, one husband, to present you as a pure virgin to Christ. Christ knew he would have to pay for his bride with his own blood. He called, he called this relationship the new covenant. This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. In Luke chapter 22, verse 20. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Amen. This is what Paul is referring to when he says that marriage is a great mystery. I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. Marriage refers to Christ and the church. Christ obtained the church by his blood and formed a new covenant with her. An unbreakable marriage. An unbreakable marriage. The ultimate thing we can say about marriage is that it exists for God. That is the most paramount that's the most paramount um, reason that it exists for God's glory, for the glory of God to be seen. The, that's, that, is why there is, that is why there is marriage. That it exists to display God. Everything about marriage is to display God, it's to display um, um the true nature of God to the world. Marriage is partnered after Christ's covenant relationship to his redeemed 
church that is the church and therefore the highest meaning and the most ultimate purpose of marriage is to put the covenant relationship of christ and his church on display because this is why marriage exists if you are not ready to display christ and his church then don't do it this is why marriage is also a ministry because if you fail with your marriage how can you go out and then be um be trying to bring people to god the first ministry is marriage the first ministry is marriage because marriage is just like the partnership like i said the partnership that exists with with christ and and in his church for this reason he paid with his blood for his bride and this is this is really significant for you to know because and it is not a child's play it is not done casually it is not done based on feelings it is not done based on other personal reasons and so therefore when you enter into when you make that vow when you make those vows together in front of god not man you'll be facing judgment because he said that till death do you part until death until he calls one to eternal glory keeping covenant with our spouse is as important as telling the truth about god's covenant with us in jesus christ marriage is not mainly about being in love or staying in love it's mainly about telling the truth with our lives you are telling the truth of god with our lives oh my god this is this is this is super 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 paramount for you to understand you are going to live your lives as married couples but not your life you'll be living your life through who god is and people are going to see you and see god in your marriage they're going to see the nature of god in your marriage because you're going to display who god is through the lives of both of you in the marriage and it's not something to, to joke about at all it's about portraying something true about jesus christ and the way he relates to his people it's about showing in real life the glory of the gospel and it's not child's play it's not child's play it, 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 it's really sacred so i want to ask you why you are getting married why are you getting married are you getting married for the wrong reasons or are you getting married for the right reasons because as you can see god does not joke with marriage at all that is if you are not like paul hmm? if you are not like paul in 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 first corinthians it gives another practical reason that uh, paul was telling the corinthians to avoid fornication in layman's terms he's saying that he wishes that all men could be like him and abstain but since most of us cannot abstain it's better to keep your carnal practices within the boundary of marriage and he went further and further and further and further to 
state why it is actually better to be single than to get married because marriage is a distraction you know for you to be able to display God truthfully and faithfully for there not to be any distraction in your life if you were if men were like him then it, it, it will be better for you to not get married and then have no distraction whatsoever and to just go at it to make it your mission and your purpose to do everything to display the glory of God and to and to bring people to him and to bring is to raise true people for God. So are you one marrying for the wrong reasons for the fact that uh, there is a societal standard of age that everyone is supposed to get married. I don't think in the Bible there was any standard, any biblical standard that stated that when you get to this particular age, blah, 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 you're supposed to get married. If you don't get married during that time, it is wrong or something. I don't think God set that standard for us to follow. And is it cultural convenience? Now there's a man in man to man, woman to woman. And, you know, culturally, we set standards for us to follow. Are you getting married because of cultural convenience? Are you getting married for the need of companionship? Is it because you want somebody to 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 talk to is for to, to, to feed in your loneliness? Do you feel lonely because of that you want to get married? Or because you wanna or because you just need to oh because I just need to. I'm, I'm I think I'm ready for marriage. Why do you think I'm ready for marriage? Because you think financially you're okay and you're of age and then you just need to because at the end of the day that is what you think is right for you to measure your readiness of marriage to or are you marrying for love are you marrying because you are in love with this man or you're in love with this woman you're so head over heels in love with this person and you feel like this person is your world and you are swimming in love with this person i'm not saying that love loving someone it's not good. I, I'm not saying that. But if that is the main reason why you're getting married, then don't get married as well. If you're marrying because of social media trends, when you always go on social media and you're seeing people get married, you've seen the pictures, you've seen the videos, you've seen their wedding gowns, you see their rings, you're in a hurry to, put, to, to get that ring on your finger. Are you, are, you, are you thinking about the ring on your finger? You're thinking about the responsibilities that lies ahead of you when you enter into that marriage. That... that that's that is to serve your husband and your husband to love you to display the true nature to, to display the true gospel to the world are you going into it because of that reason or you're going to marry because of the things that i just said or in some cases parental pressures or pressure from your friends like indirectly or directly when i get in married, you always be asking when you're getting married and or you probably see your friends who are getting married and you feel like you are doing something wrong or there's something wrong with you is that there's something wrong with you that no man has approached you or I, when men approach you they don't ask for your hand in marriage they just use you and then they just dump you and then they just leave you or is, are your parents giving you pressure to get married and then give them grandchildren because they're getting old and you want to actually 
um, do something to honor them. So you do that to honor them. You want to get married just to honor them because that is what they want. Or you're getting married for money. Are you marrying somebody because of their wealth that they, they have amassed? Are you getting married for these reasons or more personal reasons? Are you getting married for them? Or you are getting married because there is a purpose? Because as we, as we saw, first of all, man didn't meet, um, didn't seek for the woman. God gave it to the man. God gave the woman to the man because God saw that man was alone, okay? Aside that, it means that there is someone suitable somewhere for you. The reason why the reason why there is someone suitable for you is that God stated in in um, Genesis chapter God stated in Genesis chapter one verse twenty six. Yeah, to 26, verse 26 to 28. After he created man in his own image. Okay, let me let me elaborate more on this. What is the image of God like? What is the likeness of God like? Who is God? I I I talked about him being love. I talked I talked about him being compassion. The Bible said that God is slow to anger and rich in love, right? He's very compassionate, he's faithful. He's good, he's kind. Oh. When when you are in a relationship and you're planning on getting married to this person or you are actually married to this person, are you showing grace to your partner? Do you show um do you have a forgiving heart towards your partner? Do you serve your partner like you would serve God? Are you respectful towards your husband? Are you submissive towards your husband? Is there a purpose greater than just your feelings or just whatever personal reasons that you have? You, there, there, there is a greater purpose for which, for which you guys have been committed into this sacred covenant together. Are your personal reasons overshadowing the main reason or the main purpose for which you are supposed to be married or for which you are married. Please, I will urge you and encourage you as I have already elaborated more. The purpose of marriage is to display the truth, the true nature of God, to display him, to put him on a pedestal up there for everybody to see who he is through your marriage marriage is not child's play marriage is a real deal like it's, it, it, it's a real deal it needs to be taken seriously it cannot be taken casually not like when you feel like when you feel like it's not about feelings because if god feels like i think he he would have already come by now yeah it's not about feelings it's about god 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 it's about God. It's about God. And I don't know who is listening to me. And I don't know what you're facing in your relationship or what you're facing in your marriage. But 
if you desire to get married if you want to get married like me if you are already married i would urge you to first of all know the reason why you are married know the reason why you chose that partner to live this life with because god created a man and a woman but god made sure that before he gave a woman to the man he provided that man with a suitable helper or a helper fit for him a help perfect a helper fit for him okay it's not it's not it's not just any other woman but someone who fits his needs and so therefore you need to make sure that whoever you are choosing whoever you be choosing as your life partner is in line with your purpose it's a fit for your purpose not a, not a, not everybody can fit your purpose obviously no but this person has to fit in that will be greater than um your feelings or what you think or what goes on in the mind every storm that you will face you know you are facing it you know you are facing it together with god by your side if god is your source you will never ever run dry so make god the center of your marriage make god your source and always turn to him if you are in any relationship or if you are in, in any marriage and your marriage is you are in a uh, in an abusive marriage or you are in an abusive relationship some are even in an abusive relationship if you are in in a toxic relationship or in a toxic marriage i would urge you to separate from this person if you are married you separate from this person and keep praying for 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 your husband okay keep praying for your husband because like i said there is a blessing in every season of our lives do not ever give up on your partner or do not ever give up on your spouse because every season would would pass away just like every other thing except the word of god so make the word of god um your main your main go to manual whenever you are faced with any realities of life that may that may that may try to break your relationship with your husband or with your wife or with your significant other okay so yeah this is what i wanted to talk to you about if you have any questions if you have any messages for me i would like to review them and then get back to you but i hope you understand how sacred a marriage is and not to take it lightly and to do everything you can because you're doing it not unto man but you're doing it unto god if your husband frustrates you or stresses you or if your wife frustrates you or stresses you whichever way if they are just doing everything if they want to be your devil in order for you to give up just tell just shut that voice down and tell that voice that you are not giving up because you are doing this not unto that person you are doing it unto god you are displaying god who is who has a forgiven heart who forgives us daily when when we genuinely seek for forgiveness or god who stands for love he stands for unconditional agape divine love 
it's already to show that for your to your partner even when they don't deserve it kudos to you if you're doing that kudos to you if you keep praying you are praying for your relationship or for your partner kudos to you continue doing that god bless you so much and i hope to talk to you some other time god bless you and i love you have a good night welcome back if you've been staying tuned thank you if you just stay tuned you're welcome welcome back to forever with you with your host abigail danso okay so if you just tuned in we were talking about um the very scope of marriage why some of us are, are having the wrong reasons of jumping or getting into marriage and why we need to get it right from the beginning because marriage is a big big deal and i would like to elaborate more on what we talked about earlier on i want to talk more about the presence of god who god is the nature and true the true nature of god sorry the true nature of god and and what what he represents or who he represents in our marriages and i would like to say that most christians i think what is killing us is ignorance the bible which is a lack of knowledge my people perish because of lack of knowledge we are we are um leaning towards to what the devil wants us to do we are being we are being deceived by the enemy because we do not know the truth because we are not seeking for the truth and he's using that to his advantage in destroying now that the enemy more than ever is attacking marriages every blessed day because we have given ourselves we have given ourselves to the devil to use in order to not let the glory of god to be seen okay so um i would like to challenge you as a christian to reading my boyfriend would tell me that Abigail reads, read, read every time. Like just read, 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 and then know the truth for yourself. You gotta read, and he's always telling me to shout out to my baby again. Thank you so much for challenging me every day. So um, I would like to um, like you to read to open to Galatians chapter five, verse twenty-two to twenty-three. I think we've all heard this but the fruit of the spirit is love peace forbearance kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control against such things there is no law this is the fruit of the spirit and if you don't bear this okay if you don't bear this as a christian wife or if you don't bear this as a christian husband i don't think we can we can we can proclaim the goodness of, of God to the world. I don't think we can even show the true nature of God to the world because this is God in, in its very sense. He is love. God is love. God is good. God is great. And in Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3, it says that God is a good God. He has given things that pertain to life and godliness. In Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3. But we are refusing or or we are not seeking to um, navigate through this particular gift God has given us, okay? 
And that is why I said we are lacking knowledge. When we seek knowledge and we know who God truly is, I don't think we will treat our spouses the way we do or we, we treat our, our, our significant others the way we do. Because we are actually not treating them as man or as just mere mortals. We are treating them as we would treat God. We are treating God. We are giving God all the reverence but through them, okay? If we see it that way and picture it that way in our minds, every time they do something that irritates you or it frustrates you or it stresses you or it even wants you to break up to the point where you want to break that commitment you made or that vow you made in front of God, it would the Holy Spirit will convict you. It would convict you. So in in um in first John chapter four verse nineteen, I hope I got it right. We love because he first loved us. In other words, because God is love and God loved us by by sending forth his only son, okay, to come and die for our sake, to go through all whatever God went through, and you know that in order to clothe us with beauty. Because if we, if we, if it was left to us alone, I don't think we can we can we can love. That is why we need the grace of God in order to to really love our spouses. I remember when I started growing little by little. I used to fight with my boyfriend so much every time because I first of all I didn't understand who he truly was and I didn't understand what was required of me to to do I think now I know better but I'm still a work in progress I'm not perfect yet but before it was it was worse I always felt like he just doesn't love me because I have set some boundaries on what I think love is supposed to be and in my own dictionary I didn't see it that he was loving me the way I want and I was it makes you question who the person actually is and it distracts you from who the person actually actually is and because you have set um certain uh standards for yourself or certain lists for yourself when you don't see that list from that significant other you begin to think the person does not love you have you have you thought about it this way that probably it is you who is a problem and you should retrace back your steps to what you are supposed to do, what is required of you to do, what we need to do as a Christian wife or as a Christian husband in order to in order to um, glorify God, in order for God's name to be glorified. Have you really thought about that? So if your spouse does something wrong, you ask yourself, what would God do in my position? What would God do that I'm not doing? What, what, what would God do? When you start asking yourself questions, when you know, when, when the presence of God is being felt in your home because you have, you have, you brought the presence of God. Bringing in the presence of God means that you actually want to do His will. You want to follow His will. You want to be filled with the Spirit continually. You will be led by the Spirit continually. Being aware of God's presence in your marriage. In Ephesians 5 verse 18, Paul said, Be filled with the Spirit or let yourself be continually filled with with the spirit as you are being led with as you are being led um with the spirit you will know exactly what to do when you are not doing things right it will convict you to to do things that i i i i, I remember these things happen like in a movie for me when 
when my boyfriend does things okay that makes me feel bitter or makes me feel angry or makes me feel like he doesn't care like I care for him I don't know quickly I get to I get to know what I'm supposed to do and I shake it off because I realize this is the voice of the enemy to create division and to create confusion and then it because bitterness and all those things are from the it's all from the devil it is just taking you it is just distracting you from the the, the real purpose of what marriage is supposed to be that is what he wants he doesn't want um the, the beauty in marriage to to be seen okay and we need to fight against that by always being in the word by being led by the spirit and making sure that whatever we are doing concerning our marriage or relationship whatever we will do it will be to glorify god if you're doing anything against your wife or against your husband or against your significant other you need to ask yourself this person am i doing this to glorify god will god actually clap for me for doing this will god reward me for doing this will god be happy that i'm doing it is this pleasing god is is, is this is this is this glorifying his name if it is not retrace back your steps and then renew your mind towards what you're supposed to do that you think you're not doing pray about everything pray about pray about your your spouse pray about everything whatever that you decide to even do for your husband or for your wife you have to pray about it get to know what god says about what you want what you want to do okay before you do it go and then know seek it to know the truth concerning what you're going through i know there are storms that will come your way there are situations in fact there are seasons in our lives that sometimes it will shake the very being it will shake our soul it will shake our spirit but god is god and god will not allow us to be put to shame in uh john chapter 13 verse 34 to 35 it says that a new command i give you love one another as i have loved you so you must love one another by this all men will know that you are my disciples here again here again it is to the glory of god it is to glorify the name of god okay by loving one another as god has loved us all men will know that you are his disciple because he's love god is love god loved us first and you are showing that same kind of love to your spouse so you are showing you are showing that same kind of love to your your husband or to your wife everybody will know by by their fruits you shall know them so everybody will know when your husband does something wrong and then you you meet your husband up with love or with peace or with forgiveness or with um or, or, or gentleness i mean i don't think anybody in their right mind will meet you negatively halfway when you always want to do the right things when i say right things things that pleases god things that that proclaims his greatness his true nature i i mean i don't think anybody in the right frame of mind would actually still be hard-hearted 
So I challenge you. I challenge you to be like God every day and never give up on your spouse. And be love like God is love. Love you and see you on another segment. Bye. Okay, so let me just say this real quick. I forgot. Um, can you ask yourself, okay? What sin at all do we commit that when we go to God genuinely that we wouldn't do that again? That His grace will be limited on. Is God's grace really is is, is God's grace even limited? No. God will forgive you your sins. He said when you are faithful and just he sorry. He is faithful and just to forgive you of all your sins and to purify you from all unrighteousness, right? Yeah, that is who he is. And his grace knows no bound. So, let's say your husband verbally abuse you or cheats on you or just does anything that's... It's not, it's not, it's not funny and it's not love and it's not selflessness or it's not being sacrificial let's let just say all these things and it's all about selfishness okay how are you gonna how are you gonna treat your husband or your wife would you be able to show her the love of god the peace of god the gentleness of god the self-control of god the faithfulness of God, the goodness of God, the kindness of God. I don't know in any situation that you might find yourself in with your spouse. Whatever it is that you'll be facing with your spouse, just know that marriage is way, way, way bigger than what you feel or how you feel or what you think or what other people are saying, the opinions of others. Marriage is way, way bigger than that. Remember, you are glorifying God through the lives that you are living together as a married couple. If for nothing at all, that is your ministry. You need to take it seriously. Because just remember that when God is at the center, or when you put God in the center of your marriage, whatever you are doing, whether you are talking to your wife on the phone, whether you are talking to your husband on the phone, whether you are washing his clothes, whether you are insulting your partner, whether you are... You are um, tarnishing his image or her image somewhere else with your friends or whoever whatever you'll be doing against or for your partner god is watching god is watching and if there is a book or a notebook that is marking you on just remember whatever you are doing whether it is right or wrong god is marking it whether right or wrong so just know at the back of your mind that god is watching and you are doing things you are supposed to do things that pleases God through the eyes of your husband or your wife. So please do not take things lightly at all, casually at all, because marriage is a big deal. If you are not getting married and you want to abstain, that too is there. But when you have the desire to get married and you want to get married, please do it right and get it right. It is to glorify God, it's to display the glory of God. Because marriage is designed by God. It is ordained by God and it shouldn't be broken by man at all.
because man didn't create it man didn't design it god did and as such you need to give god that reference when you make that commitment and that vows because it is not to please any man so forget what your friends will tell you forget what anybody will tell you forget the opinions of others go for the opinion of god what is what is god saying concerning what you are supposed to do even paul paul well, told husbands it, it, it has given husbands the manual to use and it has given wives the manual to use what are wives supposed to do to respect and submit to their husbands are you respecting your husband are you respecting your spouse as god says you should are you giving him the due reverence are you honoring your husband are your words edifying your husband and building him up or your words are, are, are bringing him apart are you praying for your partner and god says that the husband should also what love their wives as he christ loved the church god loved his church so much that he died he used he paid with his blood for that unbreakable marriage that he has with the church and the husband has to do that same thing to the wife or towards the wife it is not a joking matter so anytime your feelings come in play just talk your feelings out of it and tell your feelings that it should go away and that you're going to actually do what God will do in your shoes. Even though we are not God. That is why he has given us the grace to love like he first loved us. Okay? So if the going gets tough, just revisit the, 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 the one who designed it. The manufacturer. Go and revisit his manual. What did he say? Pray that God would direct you god will lead you god will guide you through the holy spirit for you to know what to do what not to do okay i pray for grace for anyone listening to me in jesus name amen and amen and amen have a good night and for real though this is um good night for me to you love you Okay, I want to pray for my listeners, to anyone who is hearing the sound of my voice. In the mighty name of Jesus, let's pray. Father in heaven, my mighty king in battle, my lord of hosts, Father, I bless your name. Father, I give you all the honor and adoration God I thank you for such an opportunity like this Father I thank you for the will the will that you have for my life I bless you oh God for the grace that you continue to show me and my family and of course my loved ones and my listeners but I thank you for giving me them as my family I thank you for using me as your vessel, O oh God, so that I can get to millions of people and then tell them about you, how honored I am. 
and how privileged it is, oh God, to 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 speak to people concerning you and what they need to do. Because you have given me that grace, oh God, to know that real you or to continue to know the real you. Thank you, God, for this privilege. God, I pray for anyone who is listening to me and who is facing any difficult situation in their marriages or in their relationships soon to be married. Father God, I pray, oh God, that you create a hedge over them that the enemy or the devil cannot go and touch. I pray, O God, that your outstretched arms will continue to be upon them. Father, I pray that the peace, that your peace that surpasses all understanding will, will continue to be upon them in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, O God, that they will continue to seek you. For as they seek you, O God, they will not be deceived by the enemy anymore. I pray, O God, that as they seek you, they get to know the real you. And as they get to know the real you, O God, they will be fascinated by the real you. And that they will walk in their true purpose in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, O God, that every broken marriage be restored in Jesus' mighty name. Or any broken relationship that is bound to to go into the next stage that is marriage. Father, I pray that you restore it in Jesus' mighty name. All for your glory, O God, and not for man. I pray, O God, that your glory be seen in, in their broken homes or the, the, the glory be seen in their marriages in Jesus' name. So that, Father God, when all these things happen or when all these things come to pass, O God, we will give you all the glory as you deserve in Jesus' mighty name. Continue to reveal yourself to them, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for your love that is incomparable to none. Thank you for your grace, O God, that is lim- is, 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 is unlimited in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, O God, that in our weakness, you show yourself strong. Thank you, God, for giving us the privilege to come to you, to lean on you. To trust in you. For in you, God, you make a way. Because you are the way. Thank you for always giving us your provisions. And your love. And your grace. And your mercy. We thank you, God, for all that you have done. All that you keep doing. And all that you are yet to do for us. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, God, for your grace through Christ Jesus. And Jesus Christ, thank you so much for your obedience. Because... Because of your obedience, God, we are enjoying this much grace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. And amen. And amen. And amen.